we've had some cities come look at what we've done and, and try to, particularly in our innovation quarter, we had a group from Greensboro come over and look at that work. Uh, thank goodness for the historic tax credits. Uh, we've used them, created about $700 million worth of investment in our city by using historic tax credits. So we were very pleased to see the legislature reinstate those uh, this time, which is going to be a continue to be a good tool for us on projects like Bailey and, and others. And I know when you're talking about the accelerator programs with the Bailey Power Plan and that there's been talk about a, a minority slash women mm-hmm. accelerator program. So can you talk a little more about that? There are a number of accelerators been talking about. One would be to concentrate towards uh, women and minority small businesses or, or entrepreneurs to provide some special uh, attention and assistance to that group as they're working to create businesses because they, they may have a little extra obstacles maybe to go over. So try to provide a um, little extra help in that regard and encouragement to these firms. Now, was that kind of part of, I know we've heard some concerns about city council about adding diversity, and I know that's a historically um, black community. Is there gentrification going on there? And is that something that the city has looked at? I know there have been some concerns expressed. Yeah, I don't think there was actually gentrification in the innovation quarter because, um, unfortunately, most of the African-American community or residential communities have already been moved out of there back in the 60s when we had the, quote, redevelopment areas. But there could potentially, if you're not careful, it could spill across 52 into some of the residential areas uh, just east of 52. So uh, actually we're underway with some planning for some of the neighborhoods right across 52 to try to work to preserve those and work with some of the African-American churches that are close by to make sure that doesn't happen because uh, we want everyone to be able to benefit from the rising tide, if you will, of our city. Okay, with all this revitalization obviously comes growing pains, and there's been some tension with residents who live downtown and the growing entertainment establishments, and we had some zoning changes. How are you guys addressing that kind of balance, and as we grow and there's more residents downtown and... I think one of the best ways to do it is just have dialogues between the residents and the the performers, for instance, or the entertainment venues, the restaurants. Uh, We've had some issues in the past with young, very young people coming downtown during the summers particularly. And so it's always difficult to strike the right balance there, but the best way to do it is just have good conversations among the various stakeholders. And generally you can come up with some some reasonable compromises at work. And that's that's the way we worked with the street musicians to come up with the the hours of operation and things of that nature. Mayor Joins, what's the next big project to get excited about? I mean, we've got a lot going on, but um, what's the next big thing? Well, I think I would, uh, in terms of big projects, I would uh, excited about the uh, Brookstown development around the baseball stadium. First phase of that is about a 50-plus million dollar mixed-use project right in the next to the baseball stadium. Then there's a second phase of that would be another roughly 40, 45 million dollars of mixed-use that would come in. Also, I would keep an eye on the Whitaker Park area. We've created a, a new development authority there, and Reynolds have so very generously has agreed to donate uh, most of those buildings and property to this nonprofit development authority. And as we start redeveloping that, and could be some good announcements tied to that. Now, I know I-40, obviously, it's an important artery for transportation, and I know there's a push to not use public dollars for the beautification. Um, you know, what's the status of fundraising for that? And um, do you think you'll be able to do the beautification that, that you want to do? Mm-hmm. 
right business 40 work will begin in 2017. There was about $14 million worth of uh, suggestions, and we feel like we can only afford about $9 million of those. So I feel like we'll be able to make a pretty significant uh, statement there, a new front door for our city. Particularly excited about the uh, uh, Green Street Bridge there with the arches and create a nice entryway into the city. If you had to imagine what Winston-Salem would look like in, say, 10 or 15 years, I mean, what would that look like to you? We've uh, established some pretty clear goals for our city uh, in five years, for instance. We want Winston-Salem to be one of the top 50 metro areas in the country, which means that we've got to increase the level of job creation here. If you look out a little further, the 10- or 15-year window, I think uh, you'll see Winston-Salem as a city that's really growing on entrepreneurship. We'll see a lot of small companies starting here, growing here, and getting started. We won't see as many uh, large corporations here, you know, 10 or 15 years from now because the economy is changing that way.